3: Hey there, welcome to the Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour here on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I'm Chris Peel. i got my Ohio guys with me, Paul and Joe. Paul and Joe, how are you doing? Doing very well. Fantastic. Paul Yanchek, Joe Frost, and lots of stuff to talk about Steeler's wise. Let's start out, um, this guy is starting to annoy me and now he's back in the news. Antonio Brown.
2: Um, and now he he's can, back to let you know. Yeah, you really shake him down.
3: He's kind of da- he dances way out of the NFL with that weird dance. When, uh, he was with the Buccaneers last year, where they pretty much <laughs> come and said, "We're not going to bring him back." Uh, there's been talk over the off saying, "Hey, could he go to this team or could he go to another team?" Doesn't seem like there are a lot of takers. Like I haven't seen really any legitimate
2: rumors. There doesn't seem to be very many teams that hate themselves enough. Right. <laughs> to sign somebody who definitely,
3: definitely
2: will quit on them.
3: Yep. And he actually caused a stir because earlier in the week he said, Hey, um, I'd like to retire to the Steelers and people freaked out. Even some people on our network, I'll withhold the name, said, Man, maybe the Steelers should bring him back. Whoa, 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 look at that. But twenty minutes later he said, Look, I just want to retire as a Steeler, not play for the Steelers. Two thoughts. That's nice to want things. Yeah, well, two thoughts.
2: I want to retire a Steeler.
3: <laughs> yeah. Can well, I tweet that? Well, first of all, it doesn't really matter. Like, I don't want Antonio Brown to come back and retire as a Steeler, but is he just trying to get us all riled up in yes. Steeler country? I mean, it's just very strange <laughs> to be.
2: Yes. Do you, do you know when when the last time we talked about Antonio Brown was? What was that? I don't remember either. That's why he tweeted that. Right. Because everyone stopped caring about how crazy he is.
3: But what's the advantage even of having your your jersey retired? Because you're not retiring the number. You no. just have a nice day where he comes back and says, oh, Pittsburgh was great, blah, blah, blah. You no, know, thank you.
2: And to be fair, to to create a tweet, he only has to feel that way for about, you know, right. six seconds. <laughs> in order to tweet that, and he changed his mind right after. It doesn't mean anything.
1: Tomorrow he's going to to retire a Raider. Well,
3: Uh, and think of it this way. You know, the great tenure he had. (laughs) I've tried to keep good relationships with former places I've worked, and even places where I don't think it's ended as well as I've liked. But, you know, when you leave a place, you leave a place. Typically, you don't come back to work. I mean, it's happened before. It's possible. But usually you don't. And honestly, not that your old bosses necessarily hate you, but they're not going to go out of their way to have a special day to honor you. I mean, can you imagine? Call up an old place you worked with and say, Hey, I'm going to retire. Can I come? Can we have a little presentation, a little cake? Yeah, honor me, because I'm retiring. Or honor me, I'm leaving the profession, I'm going to do something else. I mean, how many companies would really do that?
1: Nobody, right? Uh, I I can't think of any of my previous places that would do that for me. Right. That would do that for you, yeah.
2: I mean, I do, one of the places that I worked previously did have people go away and come back. And sometimes it would go away under circumstances that were not particularly clear. Like, I don't know if it was, oh, they just had another offer and they went somewhere else, or if they actually were asked to leave or whatever, you know, it gets secretive. Uh, But then people did come back, and yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It's just really weird, and I don't think it's, I don't know. It's just not not worth a thing. It's not even really worth a conversation right now, because he's not talking about doing it imminently. He doesn't want to say, he's not saying, I'd like a one-day contract so that I can now retire a sealer. He's not talking about retiring. He just said something. Right. And he's kind of like a kid saying, I want a pony. Like, what? who cares what you want right now? Are you retiring, yes or no? And if he were to retire, who cares whether it was be as a sealer as anything else because it's not a career that's going to be like, a hall of fame worthy career at
3: this point. Nope. Well, and here's another thing. It just, and if you're out there saying, "Hey, couldn't they pick up Antonio Brown?" You no. selected two wide receivers. Okay, so you're now four deep at receiver, and we can argue, you know, where Antonio Brown fits in, or is he the third best or fourth into best receiver?
2: A, a dumpster fire.
3: That's right. where he fits. <laughs> But one thing is, look at the last four fifths of Antonio Brown's career. He wants the ball. It's not like he can say, "Oh, I'll be a slot receiver, and if I play ten plays a game, cool, whatever." He wants the ball. If he doesn't get twenty targets a game, he's going to get ticked. It, it well, doesn't. He kind of seems to feel that way when he was playing in field. Pittsburgh the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Paul. What you're saying?
1: I say. That all's fine until week four when he decides he's going to walk off the field. Yeah, in a weird way.
3: So it's dumb. It's just what, not. What would he?
2: What would he have to do this time for it to be
1: even more spectacular than the last way he quit? I, I could see him walking up to somebody like ripping a hot dog out of their hand, and, like eating the hot dog, and, like walking up the. Up through the crowd, like, just grabbing their snacks, eating the snacks as he's going up the steps and something
3: like that. But it has to times. be
2: a particular fan? Like, are we talking about,
1: like, the commissioner or something? No,
3: I just, just
1: random people. Take a bite out of this hot dog. Take a bite out of that guy's pretzel. Just.
3: Hmm. I got to tell you, on a somewhat serious note, you Brown, I remember when we first joined the Steelers, there were stories about, hey, he's a hard worker, he's quiet, and I know we change over time and stuff like that, but he must have changed, you know what I mean? I mean, very different than he originally was. And if you think about this too, I mean, the height of Antonio Brown's career with the Steelers, he was the best receiver in the game. And could you imagine if he just stuck with it? And if it wasn't with the Steelers, it wasn't with the Steelers but not have gotten sidetracked with all the other stuff. It's a shame. I mean, if Antonio Brown had never four or five years like he had that four-year stretch of the Steelers, look where he could have been. And it's a shame that, you know, it's not just that he left the Steelers, but his career never was the same, you know, after his four amazing years in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, uh, I, he's going to be a very forgettable name in the, the history of the NFL now.
3: I mean, the last thing he was known for, uh, when Tampa won that last Super Bowl, he caught a touchdown, but his stats even that game weren't super overwhelming. You, you know, he caught a touchdown, no. that was about it. So, yeah, very, very disappointing, and I, it's just, it's over, it's done, both sides of the move and walk away. I mean, that's where I kind of feel about that.
2: I don't think there's anything particular that he would need to come back and retire as a Steeler that would be beneficial at all to the to the the organization
3: yeah um, a couple of quick things i want to talk about uh we're kind of getting near the time where hey it's the nfl we're always going to see news but there's not a ton of really deep news happening uh but i wanted to run this was one of the behind the steel curtain articles that were posted let me mention six guys that are still free agents with the steelers that haven't signed elsewhere and let's just do a quick round robin i'll mention the guy's name do we want to try to keep him or so long? Um, Kalen Belange, uh, he was a running back for them last year. Um, he had he started to be pretty good, just didn't play a lot. I know the offense was pretty much Najee Harris. The Steelers did not draft a running back, but they signed two promising running backs as free agents that people say are going to be in the mix to backup uh, Najee. Um, Kalen Belange, any interest in trying to keep him? no Um, paul what do you think nope (laughs) bye-bye okay joe i I wouldn't think so the only
2: reason that they would keep his number and uh keep uh, keep him nearby would be if there was some sort of injury thing in camp. okay then he would be somebody who was at least familiar with you know the the streets in pittsburgh how about the (laughs) The new guy learn the streets because it's madness
3: there How about the great B.J. Finney? At the beginning of offseason last year, when they brought him back, we thought, man, maybe he may need to be the starting center. But, you know, uh, they got green. Um, so uh, Finney didn't play a ton last year. Um, he had two starts at guard. His second start, he had a neck injury. And it wasn't, uh, he didn't cut back. So there's questions not just about his skill or if he can make it, with the Steelers, he may not make it, period. If BJ Finney's healthy to play, do we bring him back? Uh, Joe, start with you. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we've gotten a lot of new
2: parts on the line that would be much much more interested in seeing uh, how they work out, rather than continuing to go back to the well that hasn't, hasn't delivered the water that we need.
1: You like that? Is it for a nice biblical metaphor?
3: Not bad. Are, are you a Finney guy, uh, Paul?
1: Um, I'm indifferent. Um, I I think with any offensive lineman, I would wait till the last possible second to show them the door. Um, but uh, I I'm could not be more indifferent regarding Finney.
3: Here's a guy I might be kind of interested in. Um, Part of my problem with Finney is he's an interior lineman. Uh, Stewart's got a lot of interior linemen. Uh, There may not be a place for him, to be honest with you. But Zach Banner. um, I don't know if Zach Banner is Anthony Munoz, but Zach got hurt. I mean, he was your right right tackle. I remember in the first game against the Giants, he got hurt. And he hasn't played since 2020. Uh, his contract was pretty high. The sewers released him early in the off season, but he's a free agent. You can sign him for whatever. What about Zach Banner on a very inexpensive contract? Does the sewers still have questions that to tackle? tackling? Uh, Paul? Uh,
1: I would say keep him. Um, he's a big dude. I would love to give him every chance in the world, so I, I would not mind seeing him back.
3: Uh, Joe, what do you think?
1: It'd have to
2: be for the right price.
3: Yeah, I mean the price was pretty high. That's why they released them. But yeah, that's, I think it,
2: that's a big part of it to get. Yeah, to, to have injury difficulties as much as he has, you can pay a lot of money. Um. Yeah, so it's not even necessarily play. It's just that kind of inconsistency thing, um, of availability and then high price tag. That uh, I don't know. I'd be nervous about it, but like you said, if he can come back at the right price and help us uh, shore up some 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 the, the tackle position a little bit, uh, as yeah, add some depth, it isn't a terrible idea.
3: Joe, I'll stay with you. Another guy you mentioned, list is Eric Ebron. No, I remember when they first signed <laughs> Eric Ebron as a free agent. You are like, wow. They got themselves a tight end because it came from Indianapolis. Um, 2018, he made the Pro Bowl. 13 touchdowns mm-hmm. for the Colts. He only had six receiving touchdowns in the last two years for the Steelers. Yeah. Lots of injury concerns. Um, uh, he got hurt in the as he scored touchdowns to the Chargers and he was out for the year. But you got Pat Fryermuth and you also have Zach Gentry who's really developed as a blocker and um, Kevin Radar, who could be a third tight end, or Connor Hayward.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: they seem to be pretty socked, but there's Eric Ebron. You, you already said no, Joe. What, nope. Uh, injuries, or just you're not down with the Eric Ebron?
2: Just, we're full up. We got what we need. Uh, there's mo- money to be spent other places, and I, I just don't feel like a fifth tight end is something that's that we're desperate
3: for. Paul, any chance you would... Keep, well, and they're not really keeping Ebron because he's a free agent, so any of these guys when you say keep them back, you're yeah. saying hey, come back to the fold right. for a reduced price contract. Any thought about how Ebron could fit on the Steelers? Nope.
1: He could fit on the Steelers by getting a nice season ticket and watching from the stands. Um, he could be he, one of the people that A.B. Yeah. takes his hot dog. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I mean, I, he didn't do enough And is when he was one of the go-to guys to even blink and say, "Yeah, wow, I want to see more of that."
3: And even if he came back for the minimum, I think you have to be a good blocker. Ebron was never able to develop that. So if Ebron was good enough to keep that, yeah, he had some drop problems too. (laughs) But what I'm saying is if Ebron was able to catch and be a consistent number one guy, he could say, well, maybe he can't block, but that's okay. Our second guy can block. Right. But That's what, we, just,
2: that's what yeah. the feelers were saying for years. But he wasn't a consistent pass catcher, and, and he didn't block particularly well. So he can go do that somewhere else.
3: Yeah, and and there's some teams like New England who have used two tight ends before, like receiving tight ends. You think of even, like, the Gronkowski and Hernandez and other stuff, but that's not really how the Steelers play. Like, when they play more than one tight end, it's usually one guy maybe going after a pass, one guy blocking. So I I just don't see how Ebron would fit, to be honest with you. And then the last – well, two more guys – these guys are interesting for different reasons. Uh, Joe Schobert uh, Sewers brought him in from the uh, Jags. He was a former Cleveland Brown. Uh, they were hoping he would be a tackle machine. He wasn't terrible for the Sewers, but he definitely wasn't worth what they were paying uh, for him. And also interesting, the Sewers were able to pick up Miles Jack, who on paper definitely is um, you know, a better player in my opinion. Uh, But it's interesting, Schobert's still out there. Uh, I don't think he's going to unseat Miles Jack, but Joe, what about bringing Schobert in as a reserve linebacker possibly?
2: Uh, Again, I think he'd be another person that the only real possibility would be some sort of uh, injury issue during training camp where at at the last minute you needed to bring in somebody who was at least familiar with the parking procedures at the stadium.
3: Uh, Paul, any any way you would bring in a Schubert?
1: Uh Joe Scenario Plus, if we can get him for like a thrift store price.
3: Ooh. <laughs> I think he could be a backup, but I think, like, the Sooners drafted Buddy Johnson from Texas A.M. last year. Uh, they got um, Mark Robinson, I believe. Uh, their some round draft pick. When you've invested in those young linebackers, you got to trot these guys out first before you bring back older guys. Right. Um, And I think Ulysses uh, Gilbert. Uh, I'm going to say Ulysses Grant, which would be a different (laughs) guy. Uh, But Ulysses Gilbert is a young player too. So unless they're ready to give up on these guys. I I like Gilbert. I don't think he's the worst guy, but I'm not sure if they bring him back. Uh, Joe Hayden. Um, You know, we saw on social media he sold his house. He proven to say goodbye to Pittsburgh. He's not any place yet. Now, there is some talk. I think Buffalo had him in for a visit or at least expressed interest. Um, I If Joe Hayden's okay for a reduced role, and okay for reduced money, which I don't think he is, but if he was, I'd definitely take him back. What do you guys think? I would take him
1: back. Um, I, I know that he's, he's at that age where... Usually, for his position, they, they don't last much beyond where he is. Um, but until we have a definitive answer in our secondary, uh, I would happily keep him on
3: whatever that role would be.
1: What role would you
3: bring in Joe Hayden, Paul? I am Joe.
2: Well, he's going to have to be comfortable with at this point the role of somebody who is a placeholder for some younger people to get prepared uh and to get there so he's got to really be able to take on a mentorship role and be okay with doing a reduced contract because like you say i know he wants a big paycheck some other place clearly he's not getting it Uh, and so he can either choose to take a reduced salary or he can take a salary that is reduced to zero and he can sit at home and watch uh, NFL Sunday ticket. So like that's, these are your options at this point. Uh, I would like to see him in the Steelers secondary again. I think he would be, it'd be great to, to, to have him back out on the field, but he's got to understand where he's at at this point in his career uh, in order to make it workable because if he yeah. thinks he's still going to be the number one guy um, yeah that's that's not where he's at I think anymore
3: I would like to see him come back I, I just look at thinking that there is some team that needs him like a playoff team on a, a better level than the Steelers could bring him back and they could probably pay him more money uh, there was some talk this past week James Bradbury was released because of salary reasons for the Giants. Some people said, hey, could the Sewers pick him up? Even <clears throat> though there's been concerns about him, he went for $10 million. I don't think the Sears could pay Joe Hayden $10 million. No, they and, don't
2: have that money available at this point. Right. So well, that's, it, that's not even something they could really entertain.
3: Well, and I guess what I'm saying is I'm not sure if Hayden's going to make $10 million. I wouldn't be surprised if Hayden makes 6 or 8 somewhere. And I think there's some playoff caliber teams, they're going to say, hey, we could use that guy, and they could probably promise him a bigger role. I hate saying this because I don't like the Browns, but I can see the Browns possibly going back after him. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have Greg Newsome, who was the number one draft pick. He really hasn't impressed a lot. Uh, They did draft a cornerback at three on a third round, uh, but I'm not sure if he's the answer either. Mm -hmm. And Denzel Ward, he's a good cornerback, but Denzel Ward gets hurt a lot. So how you know Denzel Ward's gonna be around for the year. Well, so, they
2: threw a lot of money at him, right?
3: Yeah. Well so I can see the Browns maybe after injury or concerned about depth. Right
2: now.
3: Yeah, but you know, the Browns can say, Hey, take five, six million and Hayden's like, All right, you guys could make the playoffs and I could start here, so that's better than another team could give me. Um but you know, if he can't find that contract, I think he could find something in Pittsburgh. I just think a playoff caliber mm-hmm. team could offer more money and probably a bigger role than right now they could in pittsburgh which is okay it's unfortunate but it's all right hey i'm looking at the time and we need to go to a break here so on the uh, pittsburgh solar power half hour uh we'll be right back
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Welcome back to the Pittsburgh Solar Power Half Hour. I'm Chris Pugh. Got Joe Frost. Paul Yanchuk. We're, we're guys from Ohio. And w- lots of talk. We've talked about Antonio Brown so far. Uh, we've talked about uh, Steelers who may or may not be back as free agents. and um, uh, a couple of things I wanted to ask you guys about. Um, the Steelers are opening a Hall of Honor Museum at Heinz Field this year. Um, have you guys... I've been to a couple of Steelers games. Have you guys ever taken the Steelers tour? No, no, I've not done the tour. Yeah, the first time I was at the um, stadium, uh, they took us around, and there were some fun things to see—the locker room and other parts of this. But they're actually opening a museum. I'm assuming this will be part of the tour, maybe, as well as um, you know, a place that you could check out. I think they're going to sell a mission to the museum, too. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty cool. It, how's it going to be different from
1: the one whole section where they've got trophies and jerseys and the that little wall of honor? Like, Is it going to be a elaborate version of that? or
3: I'm guessing it might even move some of that stuff. Hmm. I'm not seeing it. Is this going to be near gate B? Above the team's pro shop, I think that's different than where that current section is, right, Paul? Uh, it's like in f- kind of in front of
1: the pro shop. So if they're going above it, I guess they're gonna it's gonna be a whole separate thing.
3: Yeah, so I would guess maybe they moved some of that stuff up because I would imagine the museum would have to have mementos that they would have in that area, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think they announced the first class maybe. I, I'm checking this for, for you guys. Lots of guys that should be there. I mean, we could be here for hours talking about Steelers that should make their Hall of Fame class. Is there guys that we don't want to see in the Hall of Fame?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Le'Veon Bell.
3: <laughs> I'd say Mark Malone. Don't have Mark Malone. <laughs> M- Mark Malone, not even just what, he, what he's saying now, but... Uh, in the past, Mark Palin was rough. He was rough to watch. <laughs> Wasn't fun. Any other and bad guys that you can think of, Paul? No, but I, Bam
1: Morris better be in there. Bam He's Morris. He's a legend.
3: <laughs> so you think there's got to be a place for guys that may not have been the Hall of Famers, but just cool guys that we love to pull for, right? <laughs> yeah, I get Bam Morris, Bubby Brister, you know. Yeah, Joe, would, would you endorse Bubby Brister being named? Maybe not oh, as a best of all time, but...
2: Uh, I don't know. It all depends on how much room they got in this thing. Uh,
3: but there's got to be waiting for cool Steelers that we just liked, even if they weren't the best. Bubby would be a good addition there. I, like I the, the Mr. Congeniality Award. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> Leave it to Paul. He always brings up Mr. Congeniality. <laughs> so, oh, well. So,
0: okay. Uh,
2: I think I've, I've got a. I'm trying to find a list of the people who are in there. They say there are 45 people who are in. Okay. Uh, I mean, you want me to list them all?
3: <laughs> well, I would imagine these are. The best of. I'm. I'm looking at the artwork sure. behind the silver curtain. You got. Uh, the whole thing's only a
2: couple of years old. It looks like. Okay. They had a big yeah. pile in 2017. Okay. Which might have been the first year that they did this. <clears throat> so you're talking Bettis, Mel Blunt, Terry Bradshaw, Jack Butler, Damani Dawson, Bill Dudley, Joe Green, Kevin Green, Elsie Greenwood, Jack Ham, Franco Harris, Dick Hoke. John Henry Johnson, Walt Kiesling, Jack Lambert, Bobby Lane, John McNally, Chuck Knoll, Arthur J. Rooney Sr., Daniel M. Rooney, Andy Russell, Donnie Schell, John Stalworth, Ernie Stautner, Lynn Swan, Mike Webster, Rod Woodson. <clears throat> 2018 class, Rocky Blyer, uh, Buddy Dial, Alan Fanica, Bill Nunn, Art Rooney Jr. 2019, Larry Brown, Bill Cower. L.V. Nickel, Heinz Ward, 2020, James Ferrier, Greg Lloyd, Tro- Troy Palamalu, Mike Wagner, Dwight White, 2021, Tunk Ilkin, John Cobb, Carnell Lake, Lewis
1: Lips. Okay. It's currently a pretty underwhelming display. I
3: don't well, that's what so they're trying to make a that. thing out of it. Yeah, so you've got to get a museum. You could sell some tickets. Uh, you yeah, the only guy question on that list, and this is an old school stealer before my time, but Bobby Lane, um, was he more known for his play with the Lions? I don't huh. know. Huh, yeah, that's weird. Uh, because he was really well known for his play with the Lions, so I'm not sure if he played that well with the Steelers. Because, like, didn't the Steelers have Johnny Nice before he broke out, too?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
3: Yeah, if I remember right, they did. But, you know, Johnny U wasn't Johnny U until he left the Steelers, unfortunately. Right. I, I am looking this up. Oh, he was drafted by the Steelers in the ninth round.
1: Well, we handled that well.
3: And he was released before the season began. <laughs> which wasn't good. Bummer. Bummer. Yeah! Wow. All right. Um. Yeah. Interesting. But I want to check that out. That should be fun. Hey. Uh, very quick at the end. The Steelers are supposedly down to a list of six for the GM position. These are guys I don't know by name. I mean, we could read off the list if you want. I mean, you might as well read off a list of. I mean, I'm not tuned into every GM candidate in the NFL to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. Are we trusting the Steelers to make the right move? Are we nervous about this at all? Uh, What do you think about the GM candidates?
1: I've kind of lost track, to be honest. I've kind of forgot they're still looking for one.
3: (laughs) Well, news of the day, Louis Riddick, uh, who's with ESPN, he has some University of Pittsburgh ties. Uh, There was some talk of, man, he would definitely come either as a GM or as a director of scouting. But today, he re-signed a contract with ESPN, and he told some media outlets in Pittsburgh, hey, I'm out. You know, they just, it's not going to work out. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I wish Kevin Corbett could stay there forever, but, you know, obviously he's got to retire and be with his family and everything. So, I don't know. I mean, I trust him. Uh, Corbett's in the selection process. Tomlin is. These guys are human. They don't always make the best decisions, but I don't. I I've got no reason to question what they're doing. I, I guess that's my thought.
1: Agreed.
2: I mean, what what else can we do about it? Right. <laughs> um, not too much we can do about it. I mean, I don't. Know, I don't know if I'm really ultimately worried about it, but it's an important thing. I mean, the way that Colbert has shaped this team for. However, many years that can't can't be overstated.
3: Right, it's an important move. I just don't know enough about these guys to say, no. yeah. "Holy cow, I, you better pick this guy or right nuts or something." Like I, I don't know. And, right, and, and, it's not like just,
2: we we really have a, a draft analysis for up up and coming uh, front office people.
3: <laughs> yeah, in the internal <laughs> case, um, Hunt and Con. Uh, these guys have been good for the Steelers. Um, one's a salary cap whiz. Other guys definitely helped Cor- Corbett out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we can keep those guys, great. But like I said, I don't know what's the best choice. Right? How do you keep those guys in their spots and bring another guy? I I don't know. So we we just got to trust them and hopefully they make the right call here. Any other thoughts on the Steelers before we close up for the night? No, I don't
2: think so. Don't I don't think, think so. Those we, are the thoughts we have for this week.
3: <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> alright well check out everything on Behind the Steel Curtain Network um, we're kind of getting into the doldrums of the off season um, before uh, training camp opens up where we're post draft but the guys at Behind the Steel Curtain every day keep you pumping with uh, stuff happening as well as some analytics pieces about um, Kenny Pickett and some other guys too check all that out and also check out the podcast my goodness Um, well, what's it now? Two, three thousand podcasts a day? No, seriously, I think it's like two or three podcasts a day. But man, if you want your Pittsburgh Steelers news and thoughts and commentary, check out every podcast that comes out and you'll be a smarter Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Well, for Paul and Joe, this is Chris. Have a great night, everybody. And thanks for checking out our network. Have a good one.
0: Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do.